What's up, podcast people? Welcome into the show that is hosted by three full-time husband, full-time father, but only part-time podcasters, uh, the Out of the Loop podcast. Uh, we are super excited to be back into the Explain of Thrones. Uh, I am Shane. I have seen Game of Thrones. I am familiar with it, and I am joined by Rodney. Hey, Pod Squad. Yes, this is Rodney, the leader of the whore. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> Leader of all whores. I'm a man whore. No, the Rod Pod Squad. Yes, and I also have seen Game of Thrones. I'm enjoying rewatching the whole series, and it's fun explaining to somebody who has not seen it, also known as an unfamiliar. And our unfamiliar is Matt. Loop Troop. Welcome to a special Friday edition of the Out of the Loop podcast. That's when this is going up, right? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, we are recording this late Thursday to get this up for you because we know that you need all of the quarantine content that you can handle. You got a fever. <laughs> and the only prescription is more out of the loop. All right. How you guys been? Rodney? Hello? Rodney? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so I've been good. Um, work is uh, opening up soon, so we're getting back to a more normal schedule. Um, we got a trampoline uh, for the house. Kids have been oh, jumping nice. on it. Cool. Um, got a couple of new games for the Switch. They've been loving that. Um, Animal Crossing? No. Uh, Super Mario Deluxe and the Donkey Kong one. I don't know what it is. Uh, cool. How are you, Matt? I'm fantastic. Um, we have settled in at the new house. Um Back to work this week, so uh, it's been, uh, well, not physically going in to the office, um, but uh, working this week and um, getting used to my new little, my new little uh, work spot here at the new house, and every, everything's great. I, I could not be happier other than, you know, the world being shit, but my personal life is great, <laughs> so... Um, Rodney, how are you? I am doing well. Um, we were, for my work, we were supposed to go back in the office in July. It was July 6th, but with everything going on in Arizona, it got pushed back to September. So wow. that's kind of nice. Yeah. I, yeah, so you like it better? Um, I like not having to drive to work. I get so much more time back in my day not having to drive to work. Yeah. I do miss my office. Um, cause like I could just go in there and, uh, focus on my work and no one would bother me. Um, no one well, really bothers me the, here. That's where all the whores are at, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. The leader of the whores has to have his office. Exactly. But yeah, no, Pimp I mean, cave. it's been great. Uh, our, our house is almost unpacked. We guys start hanging things on the wall and start painting, but those are usually fun projects. You're a, a paint expert, so that should be very easy. Yeah, but this wall is gigantic. Uh, I need like a 15-foot ladder. Stilts. No. Oh, that'd be so cool. Dude, right? <laughs> yeah. Go, go, gadget stilts. <laughs> uh, uh, what have you what guys been what? watching? Um, I, uh, 
so because we just started um, new internet uh, here at the house um, with Xfinity, aka Comcast, um, they threw in uh, HBO Max and Peacock for free. Um, so well, Peacock's up going. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So. Um, I have been, uh, watching, uh, so HBO Max has the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, and Friends, um, and then, uh, Peacock has, like, old episodes of Dateline and old episodes of, um, Unsolved Mysteries, so, um, yeah, I've been watching those things kind of just randomly. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you guys? Um, I, uh, finished season five of Shit's Creek. Uh, very good. Very good show. It's on Netflix. Um, I found out it's, there's only six seasons. Looks like they're not doing a seventh one. So I don't know when the sixth season will be on Netflix, but I can't wait. And then, um, I have the Mandalorian playing in the background. You watched it already, though, right? Yes, yeah, that's why I have it playing yeah. in the background because I could, yeah. I catch on right, right when the right, you know, just like having the office, you you know exactly what you're yeah. watching. Yeah. I watched, I I watched it like a few weeks ago. I, I wanted to talk on the last few podcasts, but I forgot. Um, Bird Box, finally watched it. Uh, you guys watch that? What is that? That's a Sandra Bullock movie. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Oh, is that where they're playing like tag? Yes. Blindfold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah nice blind, blindfold tag. What do you guys think? I thought it was actually pretty good. I Matt? did not. I did not care for it. Oh, I loved it. It was good. That was, was you know psychological horror. Uh, they never really show the, the the monster or whatever. It's just you know, I I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I um, I I watched it and I thought it was whatever. And then people started doing these like bird box challenges, um, like in the real world where they would just blindfold themselves and be idiots. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's right. This is why we can't have anything fun. So I, then, I, <laughs> then I hated the movie. Ah. Uh-huh. I think I watched it way past that, so I, that's why I liked it. Yeah, yeah, because I yeah. think that movie came out in like two thousand four. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's it was pretty good. I didn't mind it because um, I think they came out around the same time as The Quiet Place, right? Yeah. No. Is that the Krasinski one? Yeah, yeah. that's a Where... good movie. Have you seen it? No, I really like that one. Yeah, it's very. That's good. Just, yeah, yeah, it's very, very good. Second one came out, or is coming out. The, it's the, the quieter quiet place. place. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> no, is that real? Yeah, for reals. Oh, okay. Is so, it really? Yeah, there's a second one coming out. No, I know that, but it's not really called the quieter place, is it? No, it's. I think it's just called the quiet place too. <laughs> All right. Pardon you. All right, so we're uh, back on Thrones. Uh, like I said, I'm super excited to uh, get back in and uh, to all the intrigue uh, around Westeros. Uh, let's get down to business, guys. So in lieu of a normal recap, um, we we tried something out. We showed Matt the previously on Game of Thrones little clip they show before uh, Season 7, Episode 1. And Matt, what happened previously on Game of Thrones? Okay, so um, to be fair to me, uh, there was no audio. Um, no, 
to be fair, there was great audio. Hang on. There was no audio. Uh, Shane tried his damnedest to make it work out. And then I didn't have the heart to tell Shane that when he was playing the video, it was really choppy, so it might as well have just been still frames. Um, <laughs> Wait, you have uh, HBO whatever, whatever, so you can watch it. That's a dangerous game. I'm not clicking maybe, on Game of Thrones. Maybe we'll do that next time. No, yeah. just like the first couple minutes, yeah. So clicking on the show won't give away anything? No. You sure? As long as you don't, as as you don't go like past where you're supposed to go. Okay. Although, hey, if you're watching on like Go or Max, I don't think it's giving. Like, I just watched watched it. It didn't do the recap, so be careful. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I I didn't get it, but Shane said he got it. So, what do you what do you want? HBO Go. Oh. Okay. Well, never mind, Matt. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so here's where we're at. Um, oh, uh, Cersei killed all of the sparrows with the uh, Nickelodeon slime. Um, and then uh, because what's her? What was her name? Marjorie. 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 Um, because she was in there and she perished alongside all of them. Um, Tommen jumped out of a window. So now that left Westeros without a king. So Cersei has assumed the throne. Um, uh, so she's about to begin what I would guess is a reign of terror. Um, and then uh, uh, Jamie showed up and saw her taking the throne and looked, um, I would say, somewhere between confused and concerned. Um, elsewhere, um, Daenerys has built this insanely strong and large army uh, and she is now uh, taken to the seas uh, heading in the direction of Westeros if I'm not mistaken right? Mm-hmm. okay yeah um, uh, Jon Snow has taken back the north He's the king of the north with the support of his sister, Sansa, who, um, you know, there's an argument to be made that Jon's not a real Stark and that uh, Sansa should be the queen of the north or whatever, um, whatever she'd be called. Um, Warden of, of the north? Hashtag me too. Huh? Hashtag me too. Oh, Jesus. Um <laughs> Then um, Littlefinger is upset that Sansa has ceded this power over to Jon because Littlefinger knows that if Sansa's in charge, that he can manipulate Sansa, but he cannot manipulate Jon. Um, oh, by the way, Jon's probably somehow a Targaryen. Right? Yep. Okay. Um, uh, uh, oh, Arya is using her faceless skills to uh, murder people. Um, Who? Who? Uh, um, the really old guy. The really old creepy guy. Walder Frey. Walder Frey. Yes, of course. Um, Why? Because he ordered the the murder of uh Arya's mother and brother. Okay. Right? Yep. That's why. Yeah. Um 
I think that catches us up with everybody that's a major player. Oh, Bran is out there um, flying around with his three eyes and whatever. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens next. It's probably going to get on my nerves. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the end of season six was um, hot fire. <laughs> so, yep. uh, I'm I'm eager to start season. Let's do it. All right. So seven oh one. Dragonstone. Dragon's bone. Dragon's bone. Sick. Uh, so we start out the twins. Brown okay. Okay. Can you see uh, Matt? I I can see Matt. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so we start out with the twins. Uh, Walder Frey is sitting at the head table of his dining hall uh, with his wife at his side. Uh, he slams his goblet on the table to get the attention of the men below. Uh, Walder says, You're wondering why I brought you all here. God, motherfucker. <laughs> Every I have a time. I have a Fucking time. What? How large does a mug need to be before you start calling it a goblet? I think it has to hold more than a pint. Okay. I think a mug... I am interested in in having a a goblet and drinking out of it. I think a goblet has a stem. I don't think it matters how much. I think it's just the, the shape. What does that mean? A stem? Like a... Wine glass? Like wine glass? Yeah. Okay. But sturdier? Mm. I think. It's so like a like a steel wine glass. Yes. That's it cool. could be glass. No, we have uh, glass goblets at work. And they're just a different shape. You know what I mean? What about a chalice? That's a fancy gold goblet. Oh, I thought that was made out of glass. Is it? Yeah. I have no idea. Good job, Rodney. Ten points. <laughs> I just Googled goblets for sale, and there's some good ones out there. <laughs> what do they look like? Goblets. Like a wine glass. Nice. With like a longer stem, and there's usually, it's yeah. usually bedazzled in some way. Filigree. Thicker, yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay, go on. What does chalice mean? Since you're there. Uh, let me see. How do you spell that? C-H-A-L-I-C-E. You uneducated fool. Chalice. That's how we remember things. The definition yeah. is um, the wine cup used in the Christian Eucharist. Uh... Kid Icarus? What? I don't know who Christian Eucharist is, but... <laughs> I... he, flew, uh, he made some wings and flew... Next year. He flew too high to the sun, so he melted and died. That's Icarus. Isn't that what Matt said? No, he said Eucharist. Oh, that's his older brother. <laughs> Don't you fly too high. Uh, you did this, Matt. Just remember that. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of, <laughs> of the Out of the Loop podcast. All right, so Walter says, you're wondering why I brought you all here. After all, we just had a feast. Since when does old Walter give us two feasts in a single fortnight? They all laugh. Ha 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 ha. Uh, well, it's no good being Lord of the Riverlands if you can't celebrate with your family. That's what I say. They all cheer. Yes. yes. Uh, Walder snaps his fingers. The serving girls uh, walk out and drop pitchers of wine on the tables. Uh, he says, I've gathered every fray who means a damn, so I can tell you my plans for this great house now that winter has come. But first, a toast. Uh, no more of that Dornish horse piss. This is the finest Arbor Gold, 
Proper wine for proper heroes. They all cheer. Stand ah! together. Stand together. And they all drink. Uh, Walder, however, only lifts his cup to his mouth, but doesn't drink, just watches. Uh, his wife goes to lift her goblet to drink, but Walder stops her. He says, not you. I'm not wasting good wine on a damn woman. Uh, and then he addresses the crowd again. He says, maybe I'm not the most pleasant man. I'll admit it. But I'm proud of you lot. You're my family. The men who helped me slaughter the Starks at the Red Wedding. They all cheer again. Yes, uh, yes. He says, yes, cheer. Brave men, all of you. Butchered a woman pregnant with her babe. Cut the throat of a mother of five. Slaughtered your guests after inviting them into your home. But you didn't slaughter every one of the Starks. This is uh, Zach, start groaning. Uh, uh, stump uh, uh, their noses as they start to bleed. Um, others grab at their throats. Uh, Walter continues, no, no, <laughs> that was your mistake. You should have ripped them all out, root and stem. Uh, the coughing and choking is uh, a lot louder. Um, some vomit blood and all of them... No, some vomit blood and fall over. Uh, Walter continues, leave one wolf alive and the sheep are never safe. Um, <sighs> gasping and groaning. Um, as all the men start to fall to the ground, uh, the only ones left standing are the serving girls uh, who have this what-the-fuck-happened look on their face, um, along with Walter, Walter's wife. Uh, Walder then reaches to the side of his face to pull off his mask, revealing... Whoa. Aya. Aya. Okay. I... Maybe I should have seen this coming. I thought this was a flashback. <laughs> uh, That's how they set it up. Uh, so she speaks to Walder's wife. Uh, she tells her when people ask when the people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. Tell them winter came for House Frey. Uh, Arya gets up, walks past um, all the bodies, and just as she's about to exit, she gets a smile on her face. Uh, then we go to the opening credits. Dun, 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 dun. Um, then we go to a quick scene beyond the wall. Um, we see a windy, wintry scene with a growing cloud of darkness slowly growing in the distance. Uh, we see brief glimpses of outlines that uh, may be people walking uh, within the growing cloud. Uh, our sight is enveloped in windy darkness until it gets close enough and we see the Night King on his horse, followed by his army of the dead. Uh, bringing up the rear of the army are... Uh, these three uh, very big people uh, that are also dead, um, at least three of them that we can see. And then we go to Bran. Uh, his eyes are white, and then he turned normal. Um, the gates under the wall uh, are being lifted. Uh, Ed, the new Lord Commander, uh, walks out. Uh, with some Night's Watch men behind him to investigate. Uh, he asks if they are wildlings. Mira tells him who they are. Uh, he's skeptical. He says, how can I know that you're that? Uh, Bran says, oh, well, you were at the Fist of the First Men. You saw the Night King. You were this, you were that. So Ed believes him and welcomes them inside. And we go to Winterfell. Uh, so in Winterfell, John is addressing... Uh, they and gathering the lords of all the houses loyal to House Stark, um, along with the wildlings. John says, "I want every northern master maester to scour the records for any mention of Dragonglass. Dragonglass kills White Walkers. It's more valuable to us than gold. We need to find it. We need to mine it, and we need to make weapons from it." Everyone who's old enough to use a <laughs> spear or pike or bow and arrow is going to be taught those skills <laughs> i should have read this first uh yeah, lord glover 
It's about time we taught these boys of summer how to fight. Everyone starts laughing. John says, not just the boys. We can't defend the North if only half the population is fighting. Lord Glover, you expect me to put a spear in my granddaughter's hand? Leanna Mormont steps up. I don't plan on knitting by the fire while men fight for me. I might be small, Lord Glover, and I might be a girl, but I'm every bit as much a northerner as you, Lord Glover. Lord Danny Glover. Indeed you are, <laughs> my lady. No, uh, no one has questioned that, Liana. And I don't need your permission to defend the north. You'll, you'll begin training every man, woman, boy, and girl on Bear Island. Men. I start pounding the table. John. <laughs> While we're preparing for... Uh, attack we need to store up our defenses the only thing standing between us and the army of the dead is the wall and the wall hasn't been properly manned in centuries i'm not the king of the free folk but if we're going to survive this winter together and there's grunts going on because it's the wildlings he's talking to Tormund says you want us to man the castle castles for you the men start murmuring john says i last time we saw the night king was at Hardhome. The closest castle to Hardhome is Eastwatch by the sea. Tormund. Then that's where I'll go. Looks like we're at the Night's Watch now. It starts, there's more chatter. John. If they breach the wall, the first two castles in their path are, the, are uh, Last Hearth and Carhold. Jan Royce, he said, the Umbers and the Karstarks betrayed the north. Their castle should be torn down and not a stone left standing. Sansa said, the castle's committed no crimes and we need every fortress we have for the war to come. We should give the uh, we should give the last hearth and carhold to new families, loyal families who supported us against Ramsay. Min says, all the men, ah yeah we should do that, whatever. John, the Umbers and the Karstarks have fought beside the Starks for centuries. They've kept faith for generations after generations. Sansa, and they both and they broke faith. John says, I'm not going to strip their families of their ancestral homes because of crimes of a few reckless sons. Sansa, so there's no punishment for treason and no reward for loyalty? John says, the punishment for treason is death. Small John Umber died on the field of battle. Harold Karstark died on the field of battle. Sansa, they died fighting for Ramsay. Give the castles to the families of the men who died fighting for you. The men start chat, uh, chattering and start pounding on the tables. John says, When I was Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, I executed men who betrayed me. I executed men who refused to follow orders. My father always said, The man who passes the sentence should swing the sword. And I have tried to live by those words. But I will not punish a son for his father's sins, and I will not take a family home away from a family it belongs to for centuries. That is my decision, and my decision is final. Ned Umber, Alice Karstark, a a boy who's about 12 and a girl who's about 14, stand up and walk to John. For centuries, our families fought side by side on the battlefield. Uh, I should say, battlefield. I ask you to pledge your loyalty once again to House Stark, to serve as my bannerman, as our bannerman, and come to our aid whenever called upon. And they both pull out their swords and kneel. Stand. Yesterday's wars don't matter anymore. The North needs to band together all the living North. Will you stand beside me, Ned and Aliyah, now and always? Both of them shout, now and always, and the men start cheering and pounding on tables. Sansa has this, like, defeated look in her face, and when Littlefinger sees it, he has kind of a smirk on his face because he's plotting something. So... We're still in Winterfell, and we're walking outside. Um, John talks. At any point, did Lord Glover say something like, Now, Leanna, you're just too young for this. (laughs) (laughs) I think he might have. That's good. So now we're outside walking. It's John and Sansa. Uh, John says, You are my sister, but I am king now. Sansa, will you start wearing a crown? John, when you question my decision in front of the other lords and ladies, you undermine me. Sansa, so I can't question your decisions anymore? John, of course you can, but... Sansa, Joffrey never let anyone question his authority. You think he was a good king? 
John says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think I'm Joffrey? That's what John said. Sansa, you're far, you're as far from Joffrey as anyone I have ever met. John says, thank you. Sansa, you're good at this, you know. John, at what? Sansa, at ruling. John, ah, no. Sansa, (laughs) you are, you are. They respect you. They really do. But you have to. John starts chuckling. Sansa, why are you laughing? John, what did father used to say? Everything before the word but is horseshit. Sansa said, he never said that to me. John, no, no, he never cursed in front of his girls. Sansa, because he was always trying to protect us. He never wanted us to see how dirty the world really is. But father couldn't protect me and neither can you. Stop trying. John, all right, I'll stop trying to protect you and you stop trying to undermine me. Sansa, I'm not trying to undermine you. You have to be smarter than father. You need to be smarter than Rob. I love them. I miss them. But they made stupid mistakes, and they both lost their heads for it. John, and how should I be smarter? By listening to you? Sansa, would, would that be so terrible? And as, as she says, the maester walks up, tells them a raven has arrived from King's Landing. John reads the scroll. Cersei of House Lannister, first of her name, Queen of the Andals, and the First Man, Protector of the Seven Kingdoms. Sansa says, What does she want? John, come to King's Landing, bend the knee, and suffer the fate of of all traitors. Sansa, you've been so consumed with the enemy of the North, we've forgotten about the ones in the South. And John says, I'm consumed with the Night King because I've seen him. And believe me, you'd think of less, a little else if you had to. Sansa, we still have a wall between us and the Night King. There's nothing between us and Cersei. John, there's a thousand miles between us and Cersei. Winter is here. The Lannisters are a southern army. They've never ranged this far north. Sansa, you're the military man, but I know her. If her, if you're her enemy, she'll never stop until she destroys you. Everyone who's ever crossed her, she's found a way to murder. John says, you almost sound as if you admire her. Sansa says, I learned a great deal from her. And then we go to King's Landing. So King's Landing, uh, Cersei is in the Red Keep, and there's this uh, opening uh, to the sky in one of the buildings. Um, She's watching as an artist is painting a map of Westeros on the floor. Uh, Jamie walks up, dismisses the artist. Um, Jamie says, what is this? And Cersei says, it's what we've been waiting for our whole lives. It's what father trained us for, whether he knew it or not. Jamie says, he knew it. He made me memorize every damn city, town, lake, forest, and mountain. Cersei says, it's ours now. We just have to take it. You've been quite, uh, you've been quiet since you came home. Are you angry with me? Uh, Jamie says, no, not angry. Cersei says, are you afraid of me? And Jamie asks, should I be? Cersei says, Daenerys Targaryen has chosen Tyrion to be her hand. Right now, they're sailing across the narrow sea, hoping to take back her father's throne. Our little brother, the one you love so much, the one you set free, the one who murdered our father and our firstborn son, now he stands beside our enemies and gives them counsel. He's out there somewhere at the head of an armada. Where will they land? And then Jamie looks at the map and points at uh, Dragonstone. He explains they have deep water ports for the ships. Stannis left the castle unoccupied, and that's where she was born. And then Cersei kind of looks around the map, points to different areas, says, Enemies to the east, enemies to the south, Gloria Santa and her brood of bitches, enemies to the west, Olena the old cunt, Another traitor, enemies to the north. Ned Stark's bastard has been named King of the North, and that murdering horse Sansa stands beside him. Enemies everywhere. We're surrounded by traitors. You're in command of the Lannister army now. How do we proceed? Jamie says, winter is here. We can't win a war if we can't feed our men and our horses. The Tyrells have the grain, and the Tyrells have the livestock. Cersei says, will the Tyrell bannermen stand alongside a Dothraki horde and unsullied slave soldiers? 
Jamie says, if they think Daenerys will win, no one wants to fight on the losing side. Right now, we look like the losing side. Cersei says, I'm the queen of the seven kingdoms. And Jamie corrects her, three kingdoms at best. I'm not sure you understand how much danger we're in. Cersei goes on, I understand we're in a war for survival. I understand whoever loses dies. I understand whoever wins uh, could launch a dynasty that lasts a thousand years. That's pretty cool the way they say dynasty. Dynasty? Um, dynasty, yes. All right. Uh, Jamie says, a dynasty for whom? Our children are dead. We're the last of us. Cersei says, a dynasty for us then. Uh, and then Jamie kind of gets a little sad and says, we've never talked about Tommen. Uh, Cersei says, there's nothing to say. Uh, Jamie interrupts, our baby boy killed himself. And Cersei is now getting upset. She says, he betrayed me. He betrayed us both. Should we spend our days mourning the dead? Mother, father, and our children? And Jamie tries to talk, but Cersei uh, cuts him off. She says, I love them. I did. But they're ashes now, and we're still flesh and blood. We're the last Lannisters, the last ones who count. Jamie says, even Lannisters can't survive without allies. Where are our allies now? You saw what happened to Walder Frey and his family. Cersei says, I heard. How could uh, we ever trust a man like that? Jamie says, we couldn't. He was a useless old coward, but the Frey supported us. Now they're all dead. Whoever killed them is no friend of ours. We need allies. Stronger, better allies. We can't win this war alone. And then Cersei kind of stares off in the distance and says, you think I listened to father for 40 years and learned nothing? Uh, and then we go to a scene of uh, many ships sailing. Uh, they are all black with a golden kraken on the sail. Uh, the lead ship, bigger and grander than the rest. Um, and then they dock outside of King's Landing. Uh, Jamie and Cersei are now outside watching from shore. Uh, Jamie says, the Greyjoys, you invited the Greyjoys to King's Landing? And Cersei says, not all of them. And Jamie says, well, it looks like all of them. Cersei explains, I invited Euron Greyjoy, the new king of the Iron Islands. You said yourself we need stronger, better allies. There you are. And Jamie asks, how are they better? How are they different from the phrase? They both broke their promises and murdered their former friends as soon as it suited them. Cersei says, so does everyone when it suits them. Unlike the phrase, they have ships, and they're good at killing. Jamie says, they're not good at anything. I know the Ironborn. They're bitter, angry little people. All they know how to do is steal things they can't build or grow themselves. Uh, Cersei tells them, Euron Greyjoy didn't come here for that. Uh, Jamie asks, oh, what did he come here for? What do you think? Um, he's going to team up with Cersei to uh, eliminate Daenerys. Yeah, but what what does he really want? He wants to have sex with Cersei. <laughs> there you go. So she says, a queen. He came there for a queen. Uh, uh, Cersei walks past Jamie as he stares off in shock. Um, inside the throne room, uh, they, what, what is it called when you entertain or welcome? I don't know. Uh, basically, Euron walks in, uh, so they can speak with him. Uh, you see the guards are lined on either side and Jamie's at Cersei's side. Uh, Euron says, the moment I was chosen Lord of the Iron Islands, uh, they turned to me, they turned on me, sorry. Uh, their own uncle. They stole my best ships and ran. Sailed them right across the world and gave them to the Dragon Queen so she could bring her armies here to attack you. It's nothing compared to the treason you suffered at the hands of a family member, from what I hear, but still, it bothers me. Murdering them would make me feel a lot better. And since it appears that all our treasonous family members are fighting for the same side, I thought we rightful monarchs could murder them together. Euron uh, stands to walk up the steps until um, the mountain steps in to stop him. Uh, and then Euron backs up and then goes back down to the, the bottom steps. Uh, Jamie says, you're not a rightful monarch, though, are you? 
The Greyjoys rebelled against the throne for the right to be monarchs. But as I recall, you were soundly defeated. Come to mention it, weren't you the one who started that rebellion by sailing to Casterly Rock and burning the Lannister fleet? You certainly caught us there. Very smart move on your part. Of course, we all made it to the Iron Islands anyway. I was there. And Euron says, I remember very well. Uh, I saw you. I heard so much talk. The best in the world. No one can stop him. I didn't believe it, to be honest. But I must say, when you rushed through the breach and started cutting people down, it was glorious, like a dance. And Jamie says, the people I was cutting down were your kin. Euron says, the place was getting crowded. I enjoyed watching it. I truly did. And Jamie says, I enjoyed killing Greyjoys. Uh, Euron says, a good thing for me. If you hadn't crushed us, I wouldn't have gone into exile. If I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be the greatest captain on the 14 seas. And Cersei says, if not the most humble. <clears throat> Euron points out, you're not humble. You're a queen of a great nation. You don't care about the Iron Islands. They're nothing but rocks and bird shit and, and a lot of very unattractive people. The Iron Fleet, on the other hand, that's something else entirely. It's the greatest armada Westeros has ever seen. With the Iron Fleet, you own the seas. You can defeat the invaders of the east and the pretenders of the north and south. Cersei asks, what do you want in return? Euron says, ever since I was a little boy, I wanted to grow up and marry the most beautiful woman in the world. So here I am with a thousand ships and two good hands. And this is where Jamie, you know, <laughs> uh, gets a little butthurt, stares down. Uh, <clears throat> Cersei says, I decline your proposal. And Euron asks, why? Uh, Cersei says, you're not trustworthy. You've broken promises to allies before and murdered them at the nearest opportunity. You murdered your own brother. And Euron says, you should try it. Feels wonderful. And starts chuckling. I don't expect you to trust me outright. You need proof of my honest intentions. In my experience, the surest way to a woman's heart is with a gift. A priceless gift. I won't return to King's Landing until I have that for you. And this is where Euron... Uh, walks out and leaves the throne room. Huh. And before we go to uh, the next bit in Old Town, uh, we are excited to announce we have a returning sponsor. Um, and please enjoy this ad. We'll be back in a minute. Oh, hey, Rodney. Hey, Shane. Hey, did you hear about that new Broadway musical? Uh, no, what's it about? It's called... My Sun and Stars, Moon in My Life, The Heartbreaking Love Story Between Daenerys and Khal Drogo. Oh, yeah. I think I did hear about that. It's performed by the Dothrakapella Opera. Oh, okay. It's got a whole bunch of, like, remixes or acapella songs. Like, um, when they first met, they had the song Hello by Lionel Richie. Yeah. Hello. Did it all Did it all Did it all Oh, man, that first interaction was so magical. And then their wedding. Oh, yeah, the great single, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Oh, man. And then it all went wrong. That witch Mary. That tragic turn of events. The perfect song they picked was Poison. Oh man, what they had was so beautiful, but then it all went wrong, and he fell off his horse. Yeah, I remember Daenerys coming up with the song, Shake It Off. But he couldn't shake it off. Unfortunately, he passed away, and the perfect song they picked was My Heart Will Go On. What's Yarla? Ra, 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 ra. 
Those are some great songs for this oh, man. acapella group. And it was such a short run on Broadway that it's a shame that not more people could experience it. That's correct. Um, but you actually are in luck today. You can experience it in the comfort of your own home. For seven easy payments of four twenty two, you can own the compact disc uh, phenomenon. Sun and Stars, Moon of My Life, the heartbreaking tragedy tale of Daenerys and <laughs> Khal Drogo, performed by the Dothrakapella Opera. You better hurry now. This supply will not last. 1-800-555-Dothrakapella. And now back to the show. And we are back, and I think we should take a moment just to appreciate the angelic voice of the uh, Dothrakapella opera. Um, they do amazing work, and uh, I mean, it sounds like it's one guy, but one talented <laughs> motherfucker. So. Amazing throat work, yes. Yeah. Sounds so like, um, what was that, throat singing? <laughs> <laughs> So good. Very good. All right, Rodney, we pick up uh, going to Old Town. All right, so Old Town. We're back with Sam, and he's now wearing, like, a new tan robe. First, he's restocking books in the library. Then he's emptying chamber pots in the infirmary. Next, he's ladling food for the um, old maesters. Um, It's day in, day out of this drudgery work continues, and it slowly starts beating him down. One day, while Sam is restocking books, he looks into a section of the library behind a locked gate. Um, He's really wanting to get in there and read those books, but they're cut off for some reason. Later, he's assisting the Archmaester Ebros uh, with an autopsy of a recently deceased maester. Uh, Sam asks, in light of what he's seen in the North... If he it, can, he have access to the restriction restricted portion of the library. And Ebros tells Sam that section is only for maesters. Sam says, Archmaester, with respect, I've seen them, the army of the dead, the White Walkers. I've se- I was sent here to learn how to defeat them. But everyone in the Citadel, those who will even talk to me, they all doubt the Walkers even exist in the first place. The Archmaester, everyone in the Cit- Citadel doubts everything. It's their job. But the tales of the Long Night can't be pure fabrication. There's too many similarities from unconnected sources. Sam. Sources in the restricted area? Uh, Archmaester, the very same. And the simplest explanation for your grading obsession with the White Walkers is that you're telling the truth and that you saw what you said you saw. Sam. So you believe me? Maester. Uh, Archmaester, I do. Well, uh, will you uh, weigh this heart for me? Uh, what's the weight of that heart? Because um, they're doing an autopsy. Uh, Sam, that makes uh, you the only person south of the twins who does. The Archmaster. We're not like the people south of the twins, and we're not like the people north of the twins. In the Citadel, we lead different lives for different reasons. We are the world's memory, Sam Tarley. Without us, men would be little, a uh, little better than dogs. Don't remember any meal, but... They don't remember the mill, but they're last. Can't see forward to anything but the next. Um, and every time you leave the house and shut the door, they howl like you're gone forever. When Robert's Rebellion was raging, people thought the end, of, the end was near. The end of the Targaryen dynasty. How will we survive? When Aegon Targaryen turned his eye westward and flew his dragons to Blackwater Rush, the end is near. How will we survive? And thousands of years before that, during the long night... We can for, for, uh, for, forgive them for thinking it truly was the end, but it wasn't. None of it was. The wall has stood through it all, has stood through it all. and every winter uh, that ever came has ended. Be a good lad, clean this up. Um, and Sam continues his chores, but at night uh, he, he sneaks into one of the other maester's rooms and he steals a set of keys, and then he goes into the restricted area where he steals some books. Um, so then we go to Winterfell, and Brienne is teaching Podrick the sword, and Tormund walks up. Above Sansa, 
Um, she, above, it's Sansa watching Littlefinger, and he, uh, um, Sansa's watching, but Littlefinger's right by her side. And Littlefinger says, I've heard she beat the Hound in single combat. She's a very impressive woman. Sansa, what do you want, Lord Baelish? Littlefinger, I want you to be happy. I want you to be safe. Sansa says, I am safe. I am at home, surrounded by friends. I have Brienne to protect me from anyone who would harm me. Littlefinger, what about happy? Why aren't you happy? What do you want uh, that, that you don't have? Sansa says, at the moment, peace and quiet. Um, and then there's footsteps approaching. It's Brienne walking up to Sansa. No need to seize the last word, Lord Baelish. I assumed it was something clever. Littlefinger says, my lady and my lady, and walks away. Brienne asks, why is he still here? Sansa sighs, we need his men. Without the veil, Ramsay Bolton would have, uh, would have hold of this castle. Littlefinger saved us. And Brienne says, he wants something. And Sansa says, I know exactly what he wants. And then we go to the Riverlands. Pussy. <laughs> oh. uh, so in the Riverlands, uh, Arya rides up on a group of Lannister soldiers. Um, they invite her to join their fire. Uh, the first soldier says, you heading south? Arya tells them, King's Landing. Uh, second soldier says, poor girl, and then all the men chuckle. Um, Arya says, not so bad, is it? The first soldier says, depends on your taste, I guess. If you like your streets covered in shit and pig's blood, it's the town for you. Uh, so the second soldier says, all my life I wanted to see the Red Keep, the Sept of Baylor, the Dragon Pit. Then when I finally make it, they wouldn't let me within a mile of the Red Keep, the Sept of Baylor is blown to hell, and the Dragon Pit is a damn ruin. The men laugh again. Uh, Arya kind of peeks over their shoulders at their pile of swords uh, behind them. Uh, the first soldier says, the people who live there, they'd skin you alive uh, if they could make two copies off your hide. Uh, soldiers 3, which is Ed Sheeran, says, worst place in the world. Arya says, what are you doing in the Riverlands? Uh, first soldier says there's been some trouble with the phrase up at the twins so we're part of the army that's been sent to keep the peace uh, the second soldier grabs uh, what I believe is a rabbit uh, they were cooking and hands it to Arya says here you go guess first um, Arya says oh no I couldn't you don't have enough uh, second soldier uh, urges again says my mother always told me to be kind to strangers uh, that way strange will be kind to you uh, Arya relents and starts eating the rabbit. Uh, she says, you're a long way from home. I'm sure you've had some adventures, though. Uh, second soldier says, yeah, endless adventures. They'll be singing about us for a thousand years. And they all laugh. Uh, the first soldier says, the truth is, when we left home, we couldn't wait to get away. But now we've been gone a while. We can't wait to get home. Second soldier says, I just think about my dad out there on his boat all alone. I ought to be out there with him. Uh, first soldier says, my wife just had our first baby. Arya asks, boy or girl? First soldier says, oh, who knows? You think soldiers get ravens from, uh, with news from home? Uh, they all laugh again. Uh, he says, I hope it's a girl. Arya asks, why? The first soldier continues, girls take care of their papas when their papas grow old, but just go off to fight. Boys just go off to fight in someone else's war. Uh, the second soldier asks Arya, are you old enough to drink? Uh, he hands her a wine skin. She drinks. Uh, he tells her it's blackberry wine. He made it himself. Arya says it's really good. Uh, first soldier says, so why is a nice girl uh, on her own heading to King's Landing? Arya says, straight-faced, I'm going to kill the queen. And this is where the men kind of look at each other. And they all start laughing. Uh, Arya joins in. Uh, then we cut to a scene. It's uh, really snowy, and the Brotherhood and the Hound are riding uh, along in the snow. Uh, they come to a small farm where the Hound once robbed uh, the father and his daughter uh, back when the Hound was taking Arya back to the Vale. Uh, the Hound recognizes the place and tries to stop them from resting there, uh, but the others insist. They say there's no fire, there's no livestock, it has to be empty. 
inside they discover uh, the bodies of the father and his daughter uh, who have been both long dead. Uh, Barak asks, how do you think it ended for them? And the hound says, with death. Uh, Barak continues, the girl died in his father's arms, her father's arms, both of them covered in blood and a knife at their feet. I'd say they were starving, and rather than let his little girl suffer, he ended it for both of them. Uh, the hound says, doesn't matter now. Barak says, no doesn't matter now. Uh, the hound says, I've known you for a long time, Dondarian. Barrack says, aye. I think the first time you met was at that tournament. The hound says, and I always thought you were dull as dirt. Uh, you're not bad. I don't hate you. I don't like you, but you're not bad. Barrack says, thank you, Clegane. That warms the heart. The hound says, but there's nothing special about you. And Barrack says, you're right about that. Uh, the hound continues, so why does the Lord of Light keep bringing you back. I've met better men than you, and they've been hanged from crossbeams, or beheaded, or just shot themselves to death in a field somewhere. None of them came back. So why you? Barrack says, you think I don't ask myself that every hour of every day? Why I'm here? What I'm supposed to do? What does the Lord see in me? The hound says, and? Barrack tells him, I don't know. I don't understand our Lord. And the hound corrects him, your Lord. Uh, Barak says, I don't know what he wants from me. I only know he wants me alive. The hound says, if he's so all-powerful, why doesn't he just tell you what the fuck he wants? And this is where Thoris kind of uh, speaks up. He says, Clegane, come over here. And Thoris is kneeling by the fire. <clears throat> he says, don't worry, the fire won't bite. I want to show you something. And the hound says, it's my fucking luck. I end up with the band of fucking fire worshippers. <laughs> Uh, Barrack says, I almost seems like divine justice. Uh, the hound says, there's no divine justice, you dumb cunt. If there were, you'd be dead, and that girl would be alive. Uh, but the hound uh, gives in and walks over to Thoris. What do you want? Uh, Thoris tells him, look into flames. And the hound says, I don't want to look into the damn flames. Uh, Thoris says, you saw me bring him back from the dead after you cut him down. Don't you want to know what gave me the power? The hound says, I keep asking and no one wants to tell me. Thoris says, we can't tell you. Only the fire can tell you. And then the hound walks a little closer and stares into the flames. Uh, Thoris asks him, what do you see? And the hound, smartass, logs burning. Thoris says, keep looking. What do you see? And this is where the hound actually sees something. He says, ice. A wall of ice. The wall. Uh, Thoris asks, what else? Hound says, it's where the wall meets the sea. There's a castle there. There's a mountain. Looks like an arrowhead. The dead are marching past. Thousands of them. And then Barrack says, do you believe me now, Clegane? Do you believe we're here for a reason? Uh, so we cut to a scene uh, later that night. Uh, everyone's sleeping inside. Uh, but there's noise um, outside that wakes up Thoris. Um, he goes outside and sees uh, the hound is digging graves for the dead father and his daughter. Uh, Thoris uh, basically walks up and says, what are you doing? And then he sees it, and then he starts uh, helping the, the hound bury them. Um, and then when they're done, the hound uh, stands by the grave and starts to say a prayer. He says, we ask the father to judge us with mercy. We ask the mother to... And then he pauses, and he says, fuck it. I don't remember the rest. I'm sorry you're dead. You deserved better, both of you. And he throws down his shovel and walks away. Can I just mention how many dirty looks I've gotten in the middle of prayers at church where I go, fuck it, I don't remember the rest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go to Old Town. Uh, so back in Old Town, it's late at night, um, and Sam and Gilly are in the room. Uh, with a bunch of books, right? Gilly says, you should really sleep, Sam. Sam says, the dead don't. Gilly says, legends of the long night. Sam says, the Targaryen used tar uh, dragon glass to decorate their weapons without even knowing what the first men used it for. And he's fl flipping through the books until he sees something. Gilly says, what is it? Sam says, it's a map of Dragonstone. The Targaryens built their first stronghold there when they were invading Westeros. 
Gilly says, that's dragon glass, a mountain of it, beneath the ground. Stannis told me, but I don't think this is important. John needs to know. And then Stan starts writing a letter. Uh, so we're still in Old Town, but it's the next day, and Sam's doing his rounds. He's collecting food bowls uh, from quarantine patients. He grabs, he goes to grab one bowl when, his, when this arm shoots out, an arm that's covered in grayscale. The man inside says, has she come yet? Sam asks, who? And the man replies, the Dragon Queen, Daenerys Star- Stormborn. Sam replies, haven't heard anything. And then the man pulls his arm back inside. Okay, and then we go to Dragonstone. So now Daenerys and her fleet have arrived at Dragonstone. As they approach the shore, uh, her dragons fly overhead um, of her uh, to circle the castle. The land, uh, they reach the land. Daenerys surveys the land on which she was born. She kneels, puts her hands in the sand, and the sands um, and stands to walks towards the castle. They climb stairs to the main gate. The gate is open. Daenerys sees inside and walks in. They walk along the long path to the castle. They arrive to the throne room, but before entering, she pulls down Stannis' banner that is still hanging. They walk in. Daenerys walks to the throne. She walks past it to the council chamber with the uh, cool-ass map on the table. Badass. Uh, Badass. Uh, Tyrion fo- and Tyrion's following her. As they both stare at the table, Daenerys says, shall we begin? And that's how it ends. Okay, I have a question. Sure. Was that Jorah? We don't know. Up? It sure sounded like him. I thought sure he was still with Daenerys. No, she sent him away whenever he helped rescue her against the the calls. Yeah, remember he uh, he revealed he had grayscale, and he said, you know, I want to be with you, but I can't, you know, because I don't want you to get this disease. Um, and then it was a real tearful thing, and she says, well, I command you to find a cure and come back to me because I need you. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, that was him. All right. Gotcha. So, what's going to happen? Jesus. Um, I assume Arya is going home to Winterfell. Uh, She's real close, yeah. So, um, that should get interesting. Um I don't know. I mean, this is this is setting up a lot of things, but everything is still very up in the air. Um, obviously, this is building toward Daenerys versus Cersei, um, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, because now, I don't know. I, I have a I have a gut feeling that Jamie's going to side with Tyrion. Um, because he he always has before, but this one would obviously be uh, a direct shot at Cersei. But I think she is going to do something to screw him over, and then he is going to side with Tyrion and Daenerys, and that is going to cause a huge um, Lannister meltdown. Um, beyond that, I don't know. I mean, this is... Uh, Shaping up to be very interesting, though. Yeah, she made it to uh, Westeros. She has landed. Finally. Yeah. Fuck. Long years. (laughs) Damn. It only took you, Matt, what, a little over a year to get there? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) More like a year and a half. had to wait. Freaking nine years, yeah, seven years, I guess. All right. Well, uh, anything else, guys? Uh, no, no. It's great beginning to season seven. Um, hey, 
feel free to follow us on our Instagram or Twitter at OOTL. What? Hey! Oh, God. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at OOTL Podcast. And if you you want to send us any emails with uh, your favorite scenes or some of our category episodes, anything, uh, send the email to ootlpod at gmail.com. From the boys at the Out of the Loop Studios via Skype, my name is... Ohio! <laughs> what? I'm Shane. Uh, sorry, Shane has this uh, disease called Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Winter's coming. Cheers.